Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corum and Ken Shreve here with a look at the market on this Wednesday, where we saw the tech rally fade as the day progressed. So, Ken, so much for the mega cap tech stocks coming in to save the day while the NASDAQ did post a gain for the day. It closed well off of its highs, and this comes after yesterday's big plunge. Yeah, not such a great uh, showing from the stock market uh, today, Ali, but uh, we'll take a look at we'll Let's start by taking a look at Microsoft's uh, earnings and uh, see how Microsoft uh, fared today. But like you mentioned, the NASDAQ did uh, give away a lot of a, a big gain today. I uh, also want to take a look at uh, Skechers ahead of its earnings report uh, tomorrow. They report along with Crocs. And finally, in the healthcare uh, space, uh, Zimmer Biomet, ZBH, uh, been under accumulation lately, and the stock is uh, just trading really tightly near highs. So uh, ZBH, ticker there. Okay, we will take a look at those. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ up a half a percent today, uh, but it was the only index in the green. On the downside, we had the Dow down at seven-tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 off by four-tenths of a percent, and the Russell 2000 down at nine-tenths of a percent today. So we, in yesterday's session, saw that undercut of the sideways action by the NASDAQ. Some promising action from Google and Microsoft in yesterday's after hours, some of which translated today. We'll take a closer look at Microsoft, but it uh, goes to show you that the weight of the whole market can't be on uh, one or two stocks' shoulders. Yeah, I mean, even when the Nasdaq uh, was up more than one percent uh, earlier in the session, uh, you know, breadth was still negative uh, on on the Nasdaq. So uh, we have been uh, just talking about the the weak breadth in the in the market, um, you know, on IBD Live, and uh, it was really in full display again uh, today because the Nasdaq was up strongly, still could not get winning winning stocks uh, above uh, declining stocks. So uh, at least, uh, yeah, for the for Microsoft, it. Um, or for the NASDAQ, I should say, it was, um, you know, just not not such a great showing. Uh, it avoided a distribution day yesterday, but you see volume pick up the pace uh, today and the NASDAQ can't hold those gains. It just tells you that there were sellers again in, in the stock market today, even though it's holding above its 50-day uh, moving average for now. Right. And we still have more big tech earnings reports coming out uh, tonight and tomorrow as well. So we'll have to see. Uh, we we could get a bounce. We could be in for volatility or more weakness. But it seems like uh, in any of those cases, we're not seeing enough evidence uh, to feel like we should be putting a lot more money to work in this market. No, again, we, we lowered our outlook uh, yesterday uh, in, in, the, in the big picture, and uh, we just feel like the risk uh, level is even a little more elevated than it was, uh, say, uh, last week. So we knew with that, that sharp uh, drop down to the 50-day moving average yesterday, I mean, a day of accumulation uh, would have been nice, uh, nice to see, and it would look like we had it for a little while there when the NASDAQ was up 1.4% uh, intraday. But I think the market is just uh, still telling you that it's uh, it's concerned about the economy. It's concerned about the banking sector. Of course, it's concerned about first quarter earnings season. But uh, again, the, the results from Microsoft were pretty good. Uh, Google was lower today, but those numbers uh, weren't, weren't too bad either. But, you know, so it's just uh, kind of a tough a tough day for the market. And uh, the uptrend is is under under pressure now. And uh, we'll just have to take it uh, take it day by day here.
Yes, well said. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 bleeding further after closing below its 21-day line in Tuesday's session, now getting close to the 50-day line. It's still managing uh, for now to hold above its follow-through day. I guess the low would be right around 4,000, but it wouldn't take much to have it round trip uh, back to where it was on that uh, March 29th follow-through day. Yeah, you saw higher volume on the S&P 500 yesterday with that break of the the 21-day moving average and, uh, you know, volume rose from the prior session. You can see today it looks like it came in just a little bit lower, so uh, we avoided uh, distribution on the S&P 500 today. So it's still a fairly mild count, three distribution days on the NASDAQ and just two on the S&P 500. But uh, again, I just think that the the weak breadth in in this market is a a story that uh, you have to keep uh, paying attention to, and it's just good good reason to stay conservative here. And if, uh, you know, you don't need to be aggressively invested in stocks, uh, if you find one or two names that are acting well, you can uh, you can right. stick stick with them. But just understand that the market tide seems to be flowing more more negative than it was uh, in, in recent days. Mm-hmm. Definitely makes sense. Here's a brief look at IWM, the Russell 2000 breaking more with the banking weakness down another almost 1% here today. And the Dow also now joining the rest of the major indexes below the 21-day line, getting close to its 50-day line. And we also want to take a look at RSP and QQEW. These are the equal weighted indexes for the S&P and NASDAQ 100, respectively. So even though uh, we saw a little bit of a better showing uh, in the market cap weighted indexes, here, the equal weight showing uh, what we've been, tr- this is why we've been looking at these for so long. There's a definite weakness underneath the surface. And if you look at QQQ, it was still up six tenths of a percent today, although off highs, but QQEW shows that if you equally weight the NASDAQ 100, I mean, it was down today and not down, but just a little bit, almost eight tenths of a percent here, Ken. Yeah, I know this is, uh, you and Ed uh, discussed this uh, earlier in the week, but it, it, it just bears uh, bears repeating oh, that yeah. uh, you know, the uh, these equal weighted ETFs, uh, uh, S&P 500 is a market cap uh, weighted index. Uh, uh, you know, so when you when you look at an equal weight uh, S&P 500, you really do see how, how breadth is, uh, there's kind of a lot of damage uh, below the surface here. And even with the QQEW, which is the equal weight NASDAQ 100, um, you know, fell a lot more than the uh, 100 today. And that's just, again, we knew that breadth was negative. Uh, so there's mm-hmm. just some some weakness underneath uh, the, surface, uh, the surface here, which uh, means that, uh, you know, you got to keep exposure uh, light. And, you know, we've been we've been decreasing our market exposure in the, the leaderboard model portfolio to, to maybe around 50%, a little below 50% invested at, at this point. So uh, just play play some defense here and um, hopefully we'll see an improvement uh, in, in breadth in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. And we've been keeping track of the chip sector action. It was up a little bit today. Maybe we can take uh, some solace in that. But if you uh, take a step back, it's not looking like it's a great week so far, Ken, for chips. 
No, it was a, a bad break for SMH uh, yesterday. It was a gap down. You can see volume was was heavy, and then it tried to rally back in, in light volume uh, today, and you know looked a lot like the Nasdaq just gave back uh, an early gain. So this uh, this one just looks like uh, it's it's ready to take a little breather here for a while. Uh, it could try to you know jump above the, uh, the the 50-day moving average again, maybe get back above that 250 level. But that that sharp break yesterday in heavy volume uh, tells me that this is probably going to just trade sideways uh, for, for a little while and you get some weakness in uh, in semiconductor stocks and that uh, that doesn't bode well for you know for the Nasdaq either absolutely well there was at least one standout in today's session and that was Microsoft which reported a strong quarterly report the stock up over seven percent today and able to hold the bulk of those gains uh, closing nicely here with strong volume behind it as well, Ken. Yeah, definitely. And this was, I think it was as good a earnings report as the market could have uh, hoped for. I mean, you had a nice, uh, nice earnings and revenue beat. And you also had guidance, revenue guidance for the current quarter. Uh, that was uh, where the midpoint was above uh, expectations. So the numbers were strong throughout uh, cloud, uh, the Azure business, they're, they're web services, cloud computing, uh, still showing, uh, you know, strong, uh, strong growth. That was in line, maybe a little better than expected. Uh, and then they just kept saying Microsoft is still spending on cloud infrastructure, and they're also spending a lot on artificial uh, intelligence and said that that's going to make up a, you know, meaningful part of revenue down, uh, down the line. So they've been investing heavily in, uh, in open AI. And, and uh, so there's some exciting things going on at, at Microsoft and uh, stock was up 7% today. Uh, came close to the 300 level, backed off highs. Uh, market didn't quite let it uh, run here, but um, yeah, it looked like a, a, a solid day and a good good earnings report. So I think there's reason to be optimistic about technology earnings in light of Microsoft's uh, results, but uh, still have a ways to go here. Right. And in terms of how to trade this stock, I mean, there's several strategies that uh, traders can go with. I mean, one is just watch it from here. Can it continue to hold this gain, trade tightly from here, and then maybe take out 300. Or I guess if you were a little bit more aggressive, uh, potentially nibble at it here, Ken? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Ed, uh, Ed Carson, our colleague, uh, brought up a good point. If you go to the weekly chart here, you can almost look at this uh, this recent pullback off of that 292 high. There you go. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a kind of a big, uh, long base here. And you see that nice little handle, those two down weeks in, in the weekly chart here. So uh, there's some people that uh, might look at this as a, as a buy signal uh, today. Again, it's just a, it's a tough environment for, for stocks to make meaningful headway. But uh, I can see why, you know, people looking at Microsoft today, calling it a, a breakout, especially in the prior two weeks when it drifted lower and formed a, a nice little handle in light volume. Yes. All right. Well, we'll have to see if it can hold up as the week progresses. And now we want to take a look at SKX. This is Skechers ahead of its earnings report tomorrow. And it looks like it recently got above this uh, 49 level, hanging around 50 with earnings due coming up tomorrow. Yeah, this uh, this industry group, we've been talking about it a lot. You've got Crocs, Skechers, uh, Deckers. I mean, the, the, the group has been uh, has been quite, quite strong. And so you got Crocs uh, reporting before the open, and then you have Skechers uh, tomorrow after the close. But, uh, you know, the stock trading right around uh, $50 a share and right at the top of a base here, showing some signs of accumulation. Uh, I just looked at a, a call option trade, an earnings option trade with a 50 strike price, and the premium was right around $2.30. And when 
and you divide that by the, the stock price itself, it gave a pretty pretty low risk uh, low risk trade. So it's a monthly option expires March nineteenth, uh, I believe, and uh, so the call option looked uh, pretty interesting here with a 50, 50 strike price and one way to uh, you know possibly take advantage of a good uh, a good earnings report. So again, it was looking at a monthly call option that expires the third Friday in May. I think it's the nineteenth, and uh, the fifty strike price uh, had a premium uh, right around two two and a quarter two dollars and thirty cents. So it seemed to be a, a relatively uh, low risk, potentially high reward trade here. Right, and uh, we look. It looks like we could see improving numbers uh, moving forward for um, Skechers, but of course we'll uh, get a little bit more clarity on that when they do issue their quarterly report. But this is definitely one to look at, Ken, with this group ranked number three out of 197. So we've we've seen other shoe stocks run higher. So I guess the question is, can we see Skechers do the same? Well, I mean, Skechers has a pretty loyal uh, customer base, just like uh, Crocs does. And Crocs is showing a little better uh, bottom line and top line uh, growth uh, at, at this point. You can see, you know, look at the fourth quarter revenue at Crocs uh, up 61%. Uh, now, part of that was because of that acquisition they made of uh, Hey Dude. Uh, growth is a little little calmer at, uh, at Skechers. But uh, again, I think expectations are high for a, a good quarter here and uh, like I said the stock is right at the top of a, a base here so okay. earnings uh, call option trade uh, could could make sense okay uh, and we also want to take a look at ticker ZB oh not SBH ZBH <laughs> I, fat, I fat fingered that one uh, which had a strong move out of a breakout area and is now holding really nice and tight yeah, I think uh, healthcare still makes uh, sense to uh, to pay attention to here, especially if if if, if money is going to kind of rotate out of uh, technology. That story hasn't fully played out yet, uh, so we don't we don't know if it's if it's going to happen. But if technology stocks continue to act we uh, we care, the healthcare space, uh, and specifically the medical products uh, group, looks uh, looks pretty good. So Zimmer Biomet is uh, you can see an accumulation distribution rating of A, and when you look at the daily chart, it another stock that has been showing signs of accumulation here. So uh, lots of uh, above average, uh, you know, volume weekly uh, price gains. And even after a, a big move, it is, uh, you know, trading tightly and, and holding near highs here. So uh, price action like this can often present an additional uh, entry, but uh, you just want to be, be patient here. Recognize that the stock is still showing, uh, showing strength and, uh, you know, fundamentals, not great here, but we're seeing, you know, more and more technical setups that look bullish and you've got, you know, earnings that are, are not are not so great, but just pointing out some yeah. some good technical action in the exactly. chart here. And as you mentioned, a strong group. So mm -hmm. worth keeping an eye on. And speaking of healthcare and medical sector names, Ken, you're going to be on the IBD podcast this week to give us more insights about how those stocks are performing, what themes that we're seeing. So Traders can keep an eye out at investors.com slash podcast for that to drop tomorrow. And before we go, let's take a quick look at the likes of Meta. Look at this, Ken, adding uh, to the roller coaster drama of this week, potentially seeing Meta up 9% in the initial reaction to its earnings report. 
Looks good. It's a leaderboard stock, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll take it. Uh, you can see Meta couldn't keep up. It just uh, kind of gave back uh, gains with the Nasdaq today. But nice to see the stock up mm -hmm. quite sharply. It looks like in after hours trading. So I have to take a look at the earnings report and see what people are yeah. so excited about. They've been uh, in cost cutting mode, and uh, Meta strikes me as a kind of a lean, lean, mean fighting <laughs> machine uh, these days. So yeah. I never like to see job cuts and layoffs but yeah. uh, they've been uh, tightening their belt and uh, mm -hmm. um, looks like there's some good yeah. news here and as a reminder for folks this was the leaderboard entry on 314 so could be good tomorrow we'll we'll have to see how things shake out and then also didn't service now uh, report it's up uh, two percent um, in its initial reaction after the close We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. So we hope you tune in, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the latest on the broad market, stocks we're watching, and so much more. So we'll see you then. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.